we started. This is Cole. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. Trigger. It's Cole. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Albo likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Oh, there you go. Good day, Australia. Good uh, day. Welcome once again to your weekly catharsis. On Australian politics. It's G'day Sausages. Is it? It is. You yeah, pre- that's where you are. They hey, press play. Hello, you are hello. here. Hello, nurse. <laughs> it's time to change my ba- Time my to bags. change your pod- podcast and my you're bags. on this one now. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. I don't know who I am anymore. No, I think right. I'm at Roddle. I think I'm at Roddle. It's a, look, I think it's quite interesting. Um, that little theme that I put together, mm. every week there's a different clip that pisses me off. Yeah, oh. I get the same, exactly the same. Do you have, that, same, do you have exactly that same, same. reaction? Yep, yep. It's kind of like one week you go, hold the news, elbow likes the beer after work, and you think, you bloody dropkick. Yeah, for you fuck's know, sake, like, how can you make that sound terrible? Yeah, and, and then and another week it'll be, oh, that's right, it's cold. You know, you know, you know what got me about that? What? Scott Morrison saying, don't be afraid. Mm. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. There's a, there's an A in there. Who loses the A out well, of Well, to be fair, Scott Morrison has definitely afraid me. So uh, it, Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It, so maybe it was um, a, Look, listener, yeah. you know what we do. Look, we, listener. We sit here and uh, we come to you to cathart about Australian politics to, uh, to sift through the gold and the nuggets <laughs> and the other things of the week, digest them, explain. Mm. Yeah, cope with them. them, excrete them, excrete them. So, what have we got for you this week? Obviously, one of the political parties had an interesting week. Which, it which was the one? killing, fe- killing time, isn't it? Killing time. Well, that's what they call call that time. It kind of, this last week before the big winter break ah. is where all the big spills happen. Yes. So that's where Gillard got Rudd. That's where mm. Rudd got Gillard. That's where. But to you be know, fair, so you're putting your numbers together all the weeks before, and then to uh, be fair though, this wasn't a big spill. Just, well, yeah, who cares? well, I think the ramifications will be quite so. large. So for our international listeners, yes. just to just to give the news, uh, we knew, we have a new deputy prime minister, a new leader of the national party. See, see if they can guess from this joke, what's the difference between an egg and a beetroot? What is the difference between an egg and a You can beet an egg, but you can't beat a root. Okay. Nice. That's that's how we should introduce all our segments. You don't know that joke? Barnaby wrote it. Oh, my goodness. Um, so <laughs> Barnaby Joyce, former leader of the nationals, three years ago mm. uh, in that time, new family. Mm. Um, well, how come he left um, being leader before? Uh, as I said, new family. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was, Pretty it was much connected. New family plus plus H- home, uh, home commitments. Uh, well, also sexual harassment allegations. Allegations. So those have obviously gone away because Barnaby has. Uh, uh, except for them being unresolved and still serious. Yes. Okay, but but uh, he said that like every person, you examine your life yes. and you change, and that, and as a father of daughters, he understands these things now. Now. He's got four four daughters from his first marriage. Are you? I didn't. Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. But four and two. He's so a, he's I'd a just four like to man. point out that he had four daughters three years ago, and it didn't seem to make a difference. No, but he has more now, so maybe better. No, no he doesn't he's have got any more two daughters. sons now with the new. Is that partner. worse? I don't know. That, maybe they dilute. I like, don't know. Like, like each son dilutes a daughter. Hey, Rob, I don't think you and I should be talking about children. I think that's way out of our comfort zone. <laughs> oh, and I'm comfortable. I just don't have any uh, hands-on experience. And no maybe, one, maybe no one also, should. Maybe also you can uh, not sexually harass 
regardless and also have have empathy with uh, sexual harassment victims regardless as well just whether or not you have children it is an option so it does seem that like is is three years the the waiting period if there's a sexual harassment allegation as a leader leader of a political party that's i don't think it's going to work because it's a very different time so okay let's tell us so barnaby is back to the leadership what is what is this why has this why has this happened is it that michael mccormack had no cut through or <laughs> well, michael mccormack was the acting prime minister for a week and the nationals went holy shit he's bad did, did they really did yeah, they I think really they might have. what are they expecting that is different in barnaby that is better well, having watched Parliament those two weeks, like enough of it, to, just to say that that um, Barnaby landed a few punches in the first half hour he was back in the but, leadership. But were they like drunken cock punches or were they actually reasonable? They're drunken cock punches, but it, like McCormack, nothing. You know, like absolutely nothing. And he yeah. – the, the um, benchmark is very low if you're comparing yourself to Micmac. <laughs> so he's going it, to – It is a low better. benchmark party. Sorry, sorry, nationals. It's a low benchmark. It, it is. It is. Yes, yes. that's true. But uh, but uh, of the parties, it's it's down at the low end. It is, but they're quite influential <laughs> because when you start to look at okay, they've got the resources minister, they've got the water minister, they've got that. Oh no, I, all I, of that kind of stuff. You kind of go that. Hang on, they might be wackadoodle, but they they've got their hands on some fairly important levers. But was there was there deep. Um, dissatisfaction with uh, McCormack in the bush, in the Nationals electorate. I, I, I never saw anything that hint, hinted at that. I don't know how much polling there is that says uh, he, he Nationals more, leader Matt. It was more because he was meh, wasn't it? He did, I think he, he was a bit or he just didn't cut through. I feel like it's more that just Barnaby felt it was he had a chance. I now. reckon Barnaby felt he had a chance. So it was Canavan that um, pushed the spill. Yeah, okay, why? And he's, well, <laughs> he's he getting, Barnaby's boy. Is he getting something new? Well, Minister for having sex with Cole. Possibly. He's just going to get a face cloth so he can update his Twitter um, avatar. No, he's so not. He's no, a he's, clean face. no, he's going to have a dirtier face. So maybe dirtier. Here's, here's the We're other... We're getting very close to a different kind of face there. Here's one of the things, though. Uh, Barnaby does like the trappings of leadership. He is Deputy Prime Minister. ScoMo's locked in the lodge because we'll get to that, why yep. ScoMo's yep. locked in the lodge. And so Barnaby gets to play in the big seat in Parliament. And he also got to replace um, Mick Mac on the Cabinet Task Force on the Status of Women. Yes. That was announced today. So, woohoo! Can we ask, I just want to pause for a moment and say, how, how do you feel about that? You, you cool with that? Oh, uh, look, I, look, beta blockers, what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 it's, just, you. it's just really hard to, like, the fact that, I get that it's the position that is on it. I get that because mm. it was obviously the leader of the Nationals that was the position that's on that task force. But surely someone who's still got unresolved allegations against them should not be in that space. You say that as a high-minded outsider. I say that. You don't know the muddiness of inside parliament. This is tr- Well, actually, it was quite interesting because I was talking to someone today and, and they happened to say, they said, oh, you used to work in parliament house, didn't you? And I went... Yeah. <laughs> is, is Emphasis the, on the past mm. and like, yeah, it is, a, it is a weird place. And it was quite interesting because at the end of Question Time today, which is the part that everyone sees and is broadcast. Um, Christian Time. C- Christian Time, that's mm. right. So uh, the speaker 
said, reminded everybody that the Australian Human Human Rights Commission's um, inquiry into the Commonwealth Parliament Workplace Review, that's mm. that's one of the many, I think there's like, what, is there four different reviews coming out of the Brittany Higgins? I believe you. Yeah. Uh, well, coming out's a big call, going on. Going on, yeah. progressing. Uh, so they're, doing, they're at an information gathering stage on workplace culture and he was encouraging everybody to participate in it. And I mean you and your staff and anyone who works in this building. Um, written submissions close on the 31st of July and interviews will happen over the next few weeks, including the first sitting week in August. And I thought, that is interesting timing. And it was also just quite interesting that the Speaker has, um, you know, seems to be really taking on that role as a leader in the mm-hmm. House and not What's not attached Schmitty? to yeah Tony Smith so mm. it's not it's not like when Bronwyn Bishop used to 94A everybody out oh, god that was so good. so back to back to the nationals and the leadership so one of the things that i ke- i kept seeing uh, is that Barnaby bore a fair bit of um, stink uh, amongst <laughs> women in the bush like that his his uh, i think Potentially the sexual harassment allegation, but also potentially more the uh, the the affair and the the, the, the ditch the wife thing. It doesn't mm. hold up well in the bush. I, I don't know what polls say on that. Well, they're all the same in the bush, so they have that same attitude. It's true. It's true. No, I know you mean. No, so that, that there's that side of it, and I, I think you're right. It's it's about the timing, and um, he he wants that job back, and he likes all the trappings, and, and sure, and that's that was the deal, and this that's the time, that was the week to do it. That, that's the moment to do it. <sighs> Look, I can't, I can't imagine it actually affecting a nationals electorate, uh, no. or them. Jesus, lo- he got re-elected in his. Yeah, exactly. Or, or them losing a Senate seat, uh, but it does it does entrench a little bit more of a stink around the uh, around the coalition of mm. not having a great uh, relationship with women. Well, no. he's, he's also dived in and started to nuke things um, other than over the female vote, like with um, the climate and the zero twenty fifty and so forth. So. He's made himself uh, apparent immediately. But, but that the, that's the interesting thing. I thought his position on climate was a little bit softer than uh, than the Nationals had carried previously. Like, I thought him saying that they would no, be open very, to discuss. Like, that the party. Though. So his, his thing is, give me all the coal in the universe and fuck gas, as I understand. Uh, okay. Well, the other... Okay, I can believe that. The other mm. position I heard is um, we want whatever we can get for farmers, which, you know, you could imagine You can imagine yeah. a fair bit of climate policy in the future could be about uh, carbon sequestrations carbon and all of that kind of stuff. And, and look, there are a lot of farmers who can see... There is a financial benefit for this, and there's a whole lot of things that yep. they can do in the climate space. Uh, and they have so, been doing it for quite a long time, and totally. they're way ahead. And like the National Farmers Federation and the meat and livestock industry and all of that, they've been leading the way in this space for a long time. Yeah. And the nationals are sort of like running along behind, and it's quite it's quite interesting because now they're they're trying to make a the nationals are trying to make a big thing about the Murray Darling Basin and water, and there was a big stink in Parliament yeah. um, about that, <laughs> and in which Keith Pitt tried to do a gag motion and ended up realising that he was trying to gag himself and then Labor went, no, 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 <laughs> Gag no, away, buddy. Gag away, buddy. Like, we'll help you. And and this, and then it all how, turned. How do you not know if you're gagging yourself? Because they don't understand what they're talking about. They don't I've, actually understand the process. And so that there's a wonderful Mike Bowers little photo essay that was in The Guardian today on this is what happened and it's just fantastic. And, and Mike McCormick. Michael McCormick is sitting at the back with his supporters just kind of watching it. Gagging. 
just like how how did I lose this because <sighs> these people are clowns. Um, to be fair, though, no worse than him, just different kinds of clowns. Just different. Like some clowns juggle, some stick their heads <laughs> in lions' mouths, <laughs> and the Nationals have got quite a quite a. They've a, got a, a range diversity. of clowns. They do. They yeah. do. They, they all come out of, of the same car. A lot of depth. But also, Barnaby couldn't come in the chamber to start off with today because he had been. Um, there was talk that he was a possible close contact. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because the Nationals had a function in New South Wales after Gladys had said <laughs> nobody get together mm. on after the Friday. She'd said no. On the Friday. And they're like, stuff you, lady. Uh, Tuesday night we're having our big dinner. And uh, 60 to 70 people were like at Parliament House. So now the state's agricultural minister. I did see that. Ha- yeah. is, has tested positive and he's in quarantine and like their state budget's coming out today. And it's not as if New South Wales is facing a terrible mice plague or anything that the agriculture minister might need to be completely on they top actually, of it at the moment. Did you, did you catch this? I, I, as I understand it, they only had just enough people in Parliament because of this COVID scare, yeah. to be able to actually tick things off, they only they only had just had the numbers, and they could only they sort of like sat at four o'clock and just did the vote to get the budget through, and then got out and, and then get out again, put a plastic bag on their heads and because off. everything had to be covered in debt hole. Well, if if you are done, if you are done with the clowns of the National Party, should we then go to COVID then? Because uh, oh, yeah. obviously. Uh, Commiserations, or I don't know. Uh, Schadenfreude. Sh- no, no, I don't. I don't experience <laughs> no, that on this one. It's more. It's more. A, let's. Well, we'll see where we go. But New South Wales is uh, obviously in a sticky spot right now. No, um, uh, we've got a couple of things that that I think are worth bringing up about uh, vaccines, and and so um, one of the ones that I wanted to bring up is that uh, did you read the stuff on? Uh, there's a couple of like the vaccine costs. Uh, oh no. To government or to it? Well, well, the first one was there's there's some good stories going around about the negotiations that uh, that our government uh, uh, yeah. uh, took to the country, uh, not took to the took to the big uh, drug companies, Farmers, yeah. the big pharma, to work out okay what's going to happen here. And apparently Pfizer came to Australia and said, okay, uh, this is once they before they had the vaccine, but when they were close and they knew it, they said uh, you can uh, we want you to be an international test case. We'll give you all heaps and heaps of product. We want you to be an international rollout superstar uh we'll give we'll give you we'll give you all the Pfizer's that you can jab into yourself in any orifice no i've seen Uh, tv series about this it's not that's not good yeah but anyway (laughs) Pfizer said Pfizer said we'll give you heaps we'll give you all of that our government and apparently this this is how it's washed out uh they sent a junior procurement officer (laughs) oh yes and 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 either excuse me sir I have a compendium here with some information. <laughs> Who nickel and dimed and and tried to drive the price down and Pfizer walked away. Pfizer said, I don't know. Oh, okay. now, so, so just generally, I was looking at the prices that different countries are paying for different vaccines. They vary a little bit around the world and they, they the drug companies try and keep them as secret as they can. Yeah. Uh, generally what you're looking at, AstraZeneca is in the 2 to $5 per dose. Okay. I think the EU is paying like two, 2-ish dollars. I know South Africa paid like $5. Um, which is cool because you should charge poorer people more. That's yeah, how it that works. Does not seem anyway, right. anyway, anyway, capitalism. Pfizer seems to be more in the fifteen to twenty-five dollar um, bucket. Oh, haven't you got an expensive? I've arm? got, I've got an expensive arm now. Yeah. I know, I know. But, but this I is. I thought you seemed weller somehow. But this is, this is the thing. But this yeah. is the thing. When you go, okay, we need two doses of each. So, so fifty million doses. That's actually including kids. So we don't yep. actually. We actually, don't even well, need that many. You know, you know. Even if you go, okay, twenty-five times fifty million doses. I don't know. That's an impossible to count number. Yes. But it is nothing on the order of magnitude of how much a, a lockdown costs, mm. or, oh, gotcha. or or any of the other good interventions that we've had in the economy. The hundreds of 
billions of dollars we've spent on job keepers. One, one hospital cost. And they freaking nickel and dimed on this. And, yeah. the, and they tried to bargain down these companies. And yeah, it just, Because it, that shows they're in charge and government and big men. Oh. And, and there's more stories, you know, about them about them not investing wisely into the. Into oh, the shock me! I mean, it's it's just it's just like this this whole aspect of looking at at the immediacy of something and no long term vision or no what is the actual overall cost going to be, and that just drives me nuts. Oh, so the other the other thing no, that has be fine. the other thing that has pissed me off this week, uh, and 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 more is that and more a new segment. What pisses Will off? Oh uh, no, that's oh, not okay. that's not a new segment. It's a ongoing. <laughs> no, um, that's the show. It's it's. It's the Prime Minister not setting uh, any target because he's scared of targets Ugh. on um, how many Australians would need to be vaccinated before we could travel abroad like he was doing. Well, look, doing it's more than time. none and less than all of us. And it's just asked when Australians will be able to travel. He replied, when the medical advice suggests what we should. And it's like, okay. That's have, not their gig. Have you, but have you asked them? Have, have you, you said, okay, them, give, us, give us a number? What's give us the framework? No, no. And, and also use. I'm, I'm going to put on my day job hat here and go, it is never that simple. The medical no. advice never offers one standard line because the science doesn't offer one standard line. So that is the cop-out of cop-outs. It's almost but like... it sounds real. It's the job of the government to weave together yeah, all, all of those different bits of evidence and go, you know what? Yes, we will maybe not set a date because there are there are parameters, but yeah. say when a we get range. to when we yeah. get to X number of either vaccinations you could still do or, a percentage or, or something. something. Give us a yeah. number and we can work towards it. It it's it just <gasps> us being stuck here in this hermit kingdom drives me wild. So But it's okay now because AZ's now only good for people under uh, over sixty. Yeah. So yeah. we fixed that problem because that's what we have heaps of lying around and now no one wants it. I'll take mine except it's too soon. Oh, that's yeah. My second one. Because we have to wait forever to get the second yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's the best part of AZ. Not only if you survive it, which you will because the risk stats are fucking low. I'm really annoyed by the media coverage and all this sort of shit on this. AZ is not super dangerous compared to any other vaccine. It's just fucking not. Yeah. But this is the thing, though. I mean, as well, we're still we're still in a low supply situation. I think, um, yeah. I, although I think it's drifting out of that. It's it's more. Where is the advertising to try and encourage people before vaccine hesitancy kicks in? And well, but vaccine hesitancy has gone rampant now because they chopped and changed, and this whole fifty sixty thing, and people are going, "But why?" Mm. And then when they said, "Oh, we're g- <laughs> we're going to shelve the AZ vaccine," <laughs> <laughs> and you're like. But it's also you know why they're not doing it. The, the strongest argument I heard, the reason they're not doing strong arguments or strong advertisements and, and pushing for it, is because they cannot guarantee supply. Yeah. So if they get everyone yeah. excited uh, about uh, getting a vaccine, I, I understand. They can't that's fucking a, that, give it to them. That's actually a legitimate reason not to. But hurry up and guarantee supply, uh, yeah. or also don't send your junior procurement officer for the most important purchase. Thing that's happening. Oh, I'm Neville. In, in, I'm the intern. I, d- but I did accounting at uni. Well, I'm still doing it. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> seriously, it's the most important purchase the government uh, has made in a long bloody time yeah, oh, ever, yeah. except for the Collins class submarine. But we talked about that. Before. I know, I know. That. But boy, I, but also, it's it's why isn't why isn't the health minister in those negotiations? Or oh, you, maybe you, the prime surely minister. Surely you, you would take you, like you take the big guns to something like that, and, and you just, just go intimidate okay, the shit out of them. Okay, we're maybe over a barrel here, and the, and they're going to gouge us for an extra hundred or two hundred mil, million dollars. But we're talking hundred million dollars. Million dollars. Yes. Yeah. Like, how much? How many billion has the Victorian yeah. lockdowns cost? And all that sort of thing. Seven. Uh, <laughs> several. Yeah. Several. So it's they're not good at it. I mean, well, there was a stat in this that said, um, uh, where where was it? Uh, 
cost of Israel's vaccination. So they went hard. I think they're Moderna. Mm. I could be wrong. That does ring a uh, bell. I think they could be Moderna or it could be Pfizer. I don't know. But they went hard. They went very hard. And it, and it said the cost of their vaccination program worked out to be something like two days worth of lockdowns. Oh, my God. What I a know. great way. How many Sydney Harbours oh, is Exactly. <laughs> no, that's, but, but you can literally, you can literally say, well, you what, can. Does, what does yeah. the entire vaccination yeah. program cost in lockdown days? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't. Yes, yeah. I do, I don't have Schadenfreude about New South Wales and that, but I I do resent the fact that there is a big chunk of politics now in this, which makes the the premier reluctant to lock down because there's so much politics involved in it now because she's hung so much. They yeah. the federal government's hung so much shit on Victoria for doing it because they're a Labor government. And you're just like, this could happen to anybody yeah. at any time. And it happens awfully quickly. And this Delta variant is obviously, you know, just crazy uh, spreadable. So that, that's what the chief medical officer described it exactly as. Crazy spreadable. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was the headline in The Lancet. <laughs> it's it was like, Fuck me, crazy Fuck spreadable. Crazy yeah. spreadable. This, this, shit, is, this uh... shit is wild. <laughs> And great, also, though? everyone's run out of Greek letters now. Uh, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, and then you go, that, who knows what's Ep- next? Epsilon. No one knows. No, no, no one knows, Rod. No one, Epsilon. Knows. no one knows. Epsilon's the only other one Why I know. Why did we bring the egghead onto this yeah, podcast? Oh I'm going to turn him down. Nobody knows that. <laughs> I know my Greek letters. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know. You know four. I know five. <laughs> I should be in charge of this department. But you said, that, you said there was some ABS stats. Or oh, no. no well, so, yeah. yeah, it's sort of like. So we, when there is a lockdown, here's yeah. the, here's an interest. Here are a couple of interesting stats that the ABS released today. Yeah, don't talk too quickly. There I want to enjoy was this. a twenty three percent decrease in unlawful entry with intent and other theft. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Not nothing to do with COVID. Just like people. Well, being, no, being over the it, no from twenty like in twenty twenty as compared to twenty nineteen. So unlawful okay. entry with intent, as in busting into burglary. You don't Burg- well, yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to get technical, I do. No, I don't. Don't. I don't. I don't. don't. No. But you mean crimes? Sorry, Crime. no, you don't mean related to COVID and being naughty. You mean no, no, no. Just I crime. mean like because Jesus, yeah. this wasn't that complicated. Yeah, it wasn't it was complicated. Me. I got confused. No. Do you want me to draw a picture? So here we go. Yes, please. But can you draw a word picture? So what happened was extremely police people voice. did not go out <laughs> and therefore there was not as much crime. So 23% decrease in, in burglaries. Well, obviously and that. your burglars have to be in lockdown as well. And 17% decrease in motor vehicle crime. And if, they've well. got a, if they've got a mask on the bottom half of their face and like cat and burglar mask at the It's very dangerous. Yeah. It's also embarrassing when you sneak into someone's house work. and they're there looking at you. Yeah. I'm just going to take this stereo. Oh, shit. So those were the lowest numbers for 25 years. There you go. Which really? is kind of interesting. On the other hand, yes. Uh, however, domestic violence related sexual assault went up 13% oh. in 2020 from 2019. So, yes, there are great ramifications Sorry, for society. 13%? 13%. That's the stuff we've heard about, or they've. Well, heard that's about. the stuff that's reported. Fuck me, that's not. That's not be good. Good, no, and so these uh, ramifications of lockdowns are going to be long lasting, and we don't even know what half of it is. Like, we can't even imagine what half of it is yet. I don't think. So that was. I, th- I thought those were interesting. Two stats. I have one, yeah. I have one more. I have one more COVID thing. Um, so this was the um, the National COVID Aged Care Plan. Uh, that uh, that was published in late 2020 by the government. Uh, 
So what they what they they published is uh, the seventh edition of the National COVID Aged Care Plan. The seventh, yes, and the Since first one the we saw was so. So the thing is, there was there was no one through six. So yeah. so the Guardian did a great story where they said, so where's where's edition? Where's one we, we can't remember one two th- one through six, and the government said, dog dog my dog. I left it in my ute and uh, it rained. <laughs> it's like it's like you know when you get like an invoice from a small business and and they they put the invoice down as like number one million and four yeah and you're like <laughs> it's four isn't it <laughs> okay, buddy. okay buddy it's cool i get it's you're fine. starting it's fine. that's fine it's, okay. it's you're fine yeah you're, you're coding for the future <laughs> but it's like one million. you haven't done one million you haven't done six more editions you just made it up do you know what i suspect i think i think neville the intern got his hands <laughs> on that as well let's call it number seven they probably, you know, you can just imagine that the, they probably sent it to the printers and it would have had version seven final. No, this really is yeah. the final. Oh, so well, so well, well, final, 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 final. Fuck. What the, the hell? hell? I'm sick of this. I'm just going to hand it in. <laughs> and so was it good? You read it cover to cover? Oh, twice. Yep. Twice. And, so and we've still only got, what, 4%? But of I read it once to read it and, and once to unread it. So I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I can't no, that's remember fair. Anything. That's like the yeah, Etch-A-Sketch. You've got yeah, a slick yeah, slack yeah. it. I get yeah. that. I get it's gone that. again. It's we gone. S- we, don't have, we still don't have frontline workers in aged care facilities vaccinated. And we do still you know don't why? have people in aged care facilities Do you know why? Because no one at this point could have predicted that could be an issue. No, because we've had no inkling that aged care facilities were a particular It's true. And old people tend to be quite resilient and their immune system is very robust. All right. Um, I mentioned before uh, that we here are stuck in the Hermit Kingdom. Uh, Scott Morrison is stuck in the lodge of the Hermit Kingdom because he left the Hermit Kingdom. Uh, he went to Cornwall um, and to and represent us. <coughs> to represent us, and it's not about the not about the G7. Table. We did we did cover we did cover yeah. that last week, but there's a little side story that oh. came out. Um, turns out, I, I I I being of the Cornish as well, um, <laughs> am closely related to Scott Morrison. Uh, sadly, is this is this why you have the uh, the, the pasty fetish? Because I know I, you fucking love a pasty. Yeah, yeah I put them on put them on my tits all the time, and I'm jiggling that's around. A pasty. Oh damn, is pasty. it? Oh. No, yeah, this is why he likes the clotted You're cream so and the pasty. I do, I do, but uh, yes, yes, I, go I, into I, it. I, I do like. But anyway, uh, here's the interesting thing. So Scott Morrison, um, his his office spent weeks planning a G7 side. Trip to explore his convict family roots. Mm. So, uh, one of his ancestors, great, 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 great. Morrison the Unhinged. No, his, <laughs> his name was different then. It was it was Roberts. Uh, but um, but they came from the village of Saint Kevin. Uh, <laughs> That'd hurt. I know it, it's not spelt the same, but I do like the idea that the village of Saint Kevin. <laughs> And and so founded in 07. And so he and his family took a little jaunt, um, 45 minutes south of uh, the G7 G7 summit to look at the grave, uh, which is an interesting question. Like, how much time should a prime minister have off when they're on holiday? When they're not on holiday, they're 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 not on their business trip. Now, I'm not against. I'm not against side trips. I'm not against you know using a chance to do. But we can't leave the bloody country. Nobody can leave the country, and there's plenty of people um, in Australia, particularly that would want to do their genealogy thingy in in England, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that is an actual 
like it's a, it's a, it's thing. a thing. Yeah. And there's, there's this guy going off to do that, and plenty of people that like to be able to do it, and they can't. You know, this might be the first time he's fucked up like that. I mean, well, I've, you know, I've never seen him do anything like this before. But, but, but in talking the fuck up, yeah. you know how we found out this. this so this report oh. came, from, came from the Sydney Morning Herald, yeah. but it was actually first reported in I don't know if it was St Kevin Times or, oh, or so. Cornish Cornish Morning, the or Cornish something. Bugle, whatever whatever the Cornish newspaper is. Cornish um, bugle. So, seriously, when I was in Cornwall last, which was uh, a decade ago. Uh, we were driving around in our camper van, and um, and the BBC Cornwall, BBC Cornwall, it's, it, it did this update. Do, 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 do. Update: There is a tractor on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, local news is very, very, very local. Very local. So I think the idea of a foreign prime minister visiting a, a grave probably makes makes front page, yeah. and so that filtered back through there. So it was not intended for release to the Australian media, which is weird for the Prime Minister. Yeah, because he likes to tell everyone when he's opened a can of beans. But isn't, yeah. it, isn't it also great how well he understands the media environment where he said, no, 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 but this happened in England. So <laughs> Did if, he say that? No, no, but I just, if he said, to the, he said, look, I don't want this released beyond England, and they're like, oh, yep, no worries, champ. Yeah. No, we'll keep it here. Yeah. It'll be cool. We will only put this in the print edition. <laughs> so he's idiot. stuck in, in he's stuck in um, um sorry the lodge so he's had to do this kind of like max headroom thing into I parliament I haven't watched it yeah. I've, heard, oh, I've, I've yeah. watched it it's, it's so funny because it's like do they, do, they put delay. The, do they put the TV in his seat no, no. Barnaby's sitting in the seat, which oh. is even like that. That's pissed him off so much. It, it hovers over the. It more kind of like hovers over like um, 1984, Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, 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 big time. But and and then he he does his thing, and they, he can only he's only answering. Um, the, the Dorothy Dixes. The chat questions, the, or if, or if you use the raise, raise hand function in Zoom. <laughs> Does he have his pronouns? <laughs> no, he doesn't have his pronouns up. But but it's, so uh, today, I think the Labor were trying to get on, you know, how come he's passing off all these questions to get other people to answer them because he hasn't got his prepared statements in. But he could literally be reading off his laptop right there. I know. Like he could he could be double screening there's, there's and he could be he could be technology going know. on. I would have thought, but apparently not. He doesn't want to do that because so it would make him look inauthentic. Can I just just ask why he needs to do this? Like we have the concept of an acting prime minister just because Scott Morrison <laughs> is in the country. <laughs> That's how the should be That's described. The concept of an acting <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but we do, and yeah. and and just because Scott Morrison is close to Parliament, I get. But he's in technical lockdown, so. You know, why does he have to zoom so into well they, Parliament? Well, because they set up the zooming into Parliament. Because thing they set it, it up. Because they set it up. And so now they've worked out the, <laughs> the, the, the rules um, that they are allowed to do, the odds that they're allowed to do that kind of thing. So that that is why he can do it. And, uh, but it's, it's not, it, it doesn't, it's not a smooth operation. And he I'm can't. Shocked. And then people were saying things like, "Well, I can't hear." You know, Anthony Albanese the other day said, we, "No one can hear him in here because it's sort of like they've got the feed into the telecast." <laughs> one, but no, people aren't. And no, they have no speakers in the house, so yeah, somewhat they probably had Sonos and they didn't do that upgrade. Oh, look, I I, <laughs> I, I made a bad choice last week, and I, I'm teaching I'm teaching what's called the high flex, uh, where flex. you know where you teach face to face to a room and you record for later and oh. you teach online. To Zoom, so I'm going to be. Is that know, what it's called? That- high flex. I've been high flexing for a semester. There you go. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I did not know that was. Neither did I. So, but if 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 you know, there's there's the standard. Yes. The, we'll go with Scott Morrison's standard in Parliament. Is that's what you're getting, students? Standard you walk. Not good. Past. It's not good. And uh, oh, also, God. he had to be on a screen with the Governor General while the Governor General swore Barnaby in. I did see that as the deputy. Um, did you hear Prime this Minister. Noise? 
And then, no. and oh, then shit. his little boy came running up to him to, you know, like that kids do, like there's my dad standing. It looks like he's just standing there being dad. I will run up to him. And he did. And Barnaby like shoves him away. I know. And, and I all I could think of was, can you imagine if a woman did that? Uh, Can you just imagine what would be What you do done? is you pick them up and you hug, you hug them and them have a great photo. And you have a great photo. Yeah, it's kind we, of like. Wait, well, I imagine if a woman did that. Sure. Give me a moment. Okay. Do, so you, think, do you think the media would be positive or not positive? Positive. Very positive. Nice. Nice. I'm just yeah. guessing. I'm just, just imagine, guessing. Uh, let's imagine say what they did when she had, <laughs> Julia Gillard Alan had Jones. an e- empty fruit bowl on her kitchen table. Do you remember uh, all that? Oh, my God. Well, there wasn't a kid. What was the empty fruit bowl a symbol of? She was barren. Oh, yes, of course. It's her womb. It's her womb. Right there on the table. She put her womb on the table and she didn't put any fruit in it. So, no, I can can kind of get, okay, they want to have an official picture, but given the rapid rate at which you can take snaps these days, Uh. Barnaby probably could have waited a few, you know, they could have got the shot and picked up your kid. But it did give birth to already eight and a half million excellent memes. Memes, So I'm I'm very pleased about that. (laughs) Yeah. They're very good. And poor little bugger. It's got Barnaby as a dad and that. He doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> Not yet. No. <laughs> he hasn't seen other comparative dads. He's at uni. Yeah. Hey, ladies. My dad used to be deputy PM. Well, I, I mean, saw which Bob Catter's son on being interviewed on is something it, the other he, day. And, oh my is god! No, he's kind no, of he's like, a member. A member in the Queensland Parliament. Yeah, yeah. But he looks like someone's ironed Bob Catter's face, and all the wrinkles <laughs> are gone, and it's just like a smooth Bob Catter. Guaranteed, guaranteed, Bob Catter would do that. He's Bob, tough enough. Bob. Yeah. That's well, true. Bob is. It could, could be Bob. You know. <laughs> and um. And you just go, there is absolutely. No, no whatsoever doubt about who your father is. Yeah. <laughs> Those all, genes all, are awfully strong. All I'm hearing is clone. Clone. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So let's go with, because Scott Morrison went to the G7, which we spoke about last week, to talk in part about the climate. Uh, Rod, you mentioned some, a uh, little bit of climate update. No, I haven't heard any. I know. I'm more like, that's the climate update. So I'm very impressed that um, Michael McCormack said when they talk about net zero by 2050, Michael McCormack said in February, I'm certainly not worried about what might happen in 30 years' time, which is great. For, because for, for the government to say, for, you yeah, know. Yeah, oh for the, the at the time Deputy Prime Minister. Barnaby is well known and quoted and paraphrased as, who cares, I'll be dead by then. But obviously those kids that I push out of the picture don't count. They might as well be dead now. <laughs> well, they die, they die when he dies. So that's, that's true. That's what happens with kids. They would be buried with me. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that what you meant? A pharaoh type arrangement. I'm going to go for the Viking funeral. Mm-hmm. I want to get pushed out to sea with a whole bunch of, let's say. Can we set you people. on fire? Yeah, yeah, but I've got to be dead. Oh. Or close. Coughing, <laughs> coughing up blood. I'm going to check the rules on what funerals are actually allowed. because that Yeah, that, one, that one's not. Yeah. How do you know? How do you Have know? You checked? Oh, I've checked and, like, the rules. Will checked. And I, you like, can't checked. do it on Lake Burley Griffin, I can tell you that. Yeah. Much. Oh, come on. No, I was, I've already picked a spot. <laughs> <laughs> the time we've had this conversation, I've planned the whole thing. But see, part of the problem with mine is I want, actually want living people of a certain demographic on there too. Oh, okay. Oh. Are you style. saying maidens? Oh. I'm not saying anything because this is recorded. So um, <laughs> the Nationals are split with the Liberal parties over, over the Murray-Darling Basin plan, so they've already voted against the Coalition's policies and blown that up. Mm. But my favourite thing is the Great Barrier Reef and UNESCO. Oh, yeah. Anyone heard anything about it? I've heard of UNESCO. I've heard of, I've heard of UNESCO. Heard of the United, United Nations ESCO. Yes, yep. that's them. It's like you work for them. I know, I know. I'm basically them. So, and I mean, anyone listening to this has probably already seen this, but the United Nations said the Great Barrier Reef should be placed on the in danger list. Um, 
which is, I think, being mild. Yeah, but it's also like it's, it's not having very many children. That's the problem. It's, that's it. It's, yes, it, 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 yeah, it's not replacing itself. It's a bureaucracy type. United Nations, UNESCO. Oh my God, I can tell you firsthand. Yes, it is, but that's not the point. Okay, keep going. So they are. They actually have a lot of sciences, and they yes. and they they congeal the science work quite well. And Will and I both know this because we've helped them. We have yes. The entire yeah, UNESCO basically. Organization. I remember, yeah. basically. But so anyway, basically, UNESCO said, look, Australia needs to basically do a lot better. It's all going wrong, blah, 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 blah. And the government's reaction isn't, oh, shit, fair enough. Thanks for letting us know. We've been missing that. Yeah, look, sorry. We were busy helping women (laughs) and looking after all our internal Oh, and our other world heritage. We've been totally looking after them. But but the list, it sort of slipped over the page. It's like Like, when you never walk down that side of the house and then you go down the other side of that house and then suddenly you go, I should paint that. Jesus, I should paint that. Yeah, that's what they do. And they go like, oh, Indigenous issues have really been... Yeah, yeah. Like we're too, we were do, our problem our is that we were too focused. Yeah, we're too focused on the on the indigenous and the problems with that. So Susan Lay, the climate minister, and um, whatever you want to call her, Susan environment. With, with three S's. Christ. So they basically so Australia's response was, of course, to get pissed off with UNESCO for things like allegedly broadsiding them, uh, not treating us well, and it's all political. And apparently, it's called of China. China? How's China involved? Because China uh, chair the World Heritage Committee of UNESCO and they're hosting a meeting on July 16. So Australian government, its response is, you dirtbags, you didn't warn us you were going to say this. This is a breach of process and it's all political because China's the chair of the committee. But I'm sure they actually did tell us. Like a couple of years ago. <laughs> this is where I get apoplectic. <laughs> like I, I remember it, us it, being. It is known. Hit it is around it is the known. head with yeah. a, new, a wet newspaper that this is what was happening. I'm going to add another layer to this. We don't need to be told. Yeah, we well, know ourselves. That, yeah, like we know this. You know what I do like about this, though. I can understand um, oh, the. I don't know who actually was apoplectic about this, but uh, the, the the China bashers oh, uh, saying, yeah. "Oh, this is just China China geopolitics. They're just using this for something else." Uh, it can be both. Yeah, even if it, it is. It can yeah. be both. Yep. This yep. can be yet another moment where China is going to go, you know what, you're shit at this too, so let's call attention to it. And you know, you know what the key thing is here? There's going to come a time when uh, carbon tariffs are going to come in. Yes. And you can imagine Europe, you know, the, the, all of the, the turtleneck-wearing uh, Europeans be like, we don't want to buy any more of your carbon-laden Pipe food. smoking, you're, goatee you're bearing. You're terrible. And yeah. then, and, but also, you can imagine the super pragmatic Chinese going, you know what, yeah. we won't either. And, yeah. and they're doing that already, and, and yeah, it gives them an added legitimacy not to buy our stuff. 100%. So, so maybe China is in the right on this one. Oh, well, and look, and it, it's, it's not about China. This and, is and this is the other thing. It's China. not about oh, China. But yeah. did, you, did you hear Matt Canavan on uh, – Matt Canavan was on Radio National. No, you know what? Because you know I, really I haven't thrown up for 14 years, <laughs> and I don't want to start now. So – I happened. I was in the shower, and I'm and I'm thinking this is good. Because no, no, I no. Can you weren't in the shower when Matt Canavan's voice came through, were you? Yeah, but it's not no, as no, disturbing no, no, no. as she other heard voices the voice. I heard. She heard the voice, I heard and the then voice ran and into then the I shower. ran into the shower. Pudge. <laughs> and, and I just, and you know, just screamed into my loofah because he was just. Saying, <laughs> is that a euphemism? Because <laughs> I don't know, but there, <laughs> as another candidate for title, that one goes. Down. <laughs> so and he's on there, and and they were talking about the, this. This case, and, and and then Frank Kelly's asking the questions, and all of a sudden he's going all the time of, well, you know, if you're not afraid of China, and and you'd be afraid of China, and if he said it once, he must have said it a dozen times, and it just went on and on and on, and it was like, oh my god. So yeah, it just kept going. He's so manly in his thrust against China. Well, oh there, my god. there's that. Keep, keep and, talking. And it, 
And it's also just like, that is not the point of this whole discussion. That, right. That's what annoys me the most. Like, to turn it into some petty little you know, petulant garbage, we're fucking it up. Yep. That's it. Stop it. And, and look, as a, as a Queenslander, it horrifies me to see people like Matt Canavan oh. uh, and indeed probably Barnaby Joyce or, you know, as a sort of semi-Queenslander. I know he is, but he's moved. But to, to be so callous towards, you know, mm. Queensland's number one asset. Uh, that and Queenslanders, obviously. Well, yeah, Queenslanders and, and then the Great Barrier, Barrier Reef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, how could you be no, so... And, and, and um, you know, obviously the State of Origin team. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that, that, that little, the, the, the little tall guy. The little tall guy? Who plays the Alf- game. Alfie Langer. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, or King Wally Lewis. No, but but seriously, it just it just drives me wild yeah. that they would just be so callous to something that is both a huge tourism asset, uh, but also a key part of our, uh, our identity. You know? I, I find yeah. it very difficult to believe that they don't realise it's under threat too. So it, it, to me, there's, there's not, these aren't, on the whole, actually stupid but, people. But also under threat, like... like yeah. Yeah. But that means it's like not. It, it is in catastrophic decline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's, yeah. it's already you know, you see, you see those. It, it used to look like a Ken Doan painting. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. You, you go 1980 something and, yep. and everything is glowing with colour down there yeah. and it is not. Like There's it been is, three like, major bleaching events in the last decade yeah. and they're not getting better. And for those who don't know, a major bleaching event is basically murdering coral. Yeah. Mm. It gets... It might as well be irradiated. You might as well just be burning it with so a blowtorch. So one, the other one of the other ones is uh, is Belle, Belle, Belize. Off of Belize, there's a, that's the second largest coral reef, and that is also going on to the. They list try as harder well. though. They're number two. So well, they are. Yeah, 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 they do. But it's it's also just like it, own it. Like just go. Okay, yes, it's happening there, and it's happening here. Do you think it might be a global problem that no. we need to look at? Like, stop taking everything so personally. Like someone's just come in and said your shit. You know, like. But at least we have. Um, I just got to add to this. So the emissions of Angus Taylor. Oh my god. In particular. In particular. So he was on Sky News talking about emissions and controls like this, and I've just got to. I just. I've got to do the quote because I'm angry. How do we achieve climate? Uh, you know. It, Emissions control, blah, blah. That's how we'll achieve this. Not by raising the cost of energy, not by imposing taxes on Australians, not by telling them what kinds of cars to drive, (gasps) but by developing and deploying technologies that allow them to bring down their emissions. So what he's talking about is carbon capture and storage, as always, business as usual, always business as usual. And I mean, Will and I were at an event, coincidentally anyway, where some of literally the world's leading climate scientists were saying... There's far less effect in making the climate better from drawing down or sucking out carbon and capturing it than there is it's from stopping, stopping the emission in the produces. first place. Yeah. Yeah. And there are there are economics on this, there's science on this, there's maths on this. But it's also kind of like everywhere. a fair bit of common sense. It, like Com- that prevention is better You're than adorable. cure. You're adorable. I know. Common but it's sense. Just, I I just, 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 just fuck off. Like, <laughs> but, fuck but, off. but also this idea that uh, oh, you, you should get to drive whatever car you want. You know we actually have standards and regulations on cars already? Exactly. Like, yeah, but, but they're Nazis. Oh my God. But also yeah. also this idea, there's only going to be one type of car. It's it's oh, just it's driving what. And, anyway. and we have seen the new, you know, Ford electric ute and I want it. Oh, look, I, I have, I, I spoke to some uh, yeah. leading climate scientists who are quite, on the way. quite keen. Oh, you know, you, you know the thing that, that I, I still think, this is why I keep coming back to it. There's a huge issue of masculinity issues in yeah. the Australian electorate right now. You can electrify your masculinity. Exactly. You can. Exactly. You can, you can get yourself a giant masculinity issues ute. Oh, well, you can't quite yet, but they will be coming soon. Damn close. 
Seriously. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to compensate electrically. I've got some, I've got a little story that I want to tell you now because it ties in so many of the things why, that why you Why would you say little? Because it's about Senator Erica Betts. Oh, fuck me. He, Erica. Uh, 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 yeah. Just, I just like saying Erica because then just <laughs> off. Anyway. Um, Is that how he identifies? It, 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 it ties in so many things that you've just been talking about. Mm. He is, you know, he wants a boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics, which are due to happen in um, 2022, next mm. February. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started a petition on change.org. Did he really? <laughs> Did he really? Hey. Okay, let that sit in. Let that settle. Yeah. Like he's gone to what they've always going to and and the reason he wants this petition signed it's to boycott um, China because China um, is like he likened it to uh, Nazi Germany and uh, and, and human rights. Takes one to no one. <laughs> so I just thought I had to bring that in because it had China, it had Nazis, oh. it's got trade, it's got Erica, and he is the one that signed the free when he was trade minister. Like he signed the free trade agreement with China, and like that happened. Yeah, but he didn't know then. Oh my god! So he was duped. He was tricked into it. There was so there's so many things wrong with. And I'm not saying like you you ignore what China is doing in that space. I'm not saying you ignore it. Oh, oh, they, they they are not a nice government. No, not, Like, no. I think in the list of nice governments ever. They are not on they, the they, they, they don't make it. Number six at least, if not lower. I know, but, it, but it's kind of like, well, Erica Pitt's trying, what are you trying to do? So he's been dropped to the third spot on the Senate ticket in um, for the Libs in Tassie. So he's, he, will, he will never get another Guernsey. He will not. And he's just like, trying, oh, it's my last gasp. I've got to try and do sure. something or whatever. And, and so I, to Eric, I say keep gasping. Mate. Well, I just want all these people to sign to a change um, change.org petition and then get spammed forever on all the lefty issues that they nice, <laughs> nice. That they, they, they circulate hey, after you've signed one of those. Fascists things. can do petitions too. Yep. Yeah, but they use these guns. Now, Australia China, you mentioned Lowy poll. Oh yeah, this is this is great timing. So yeah, Lowy's uh, Lowy's Institute's annual poll. Nearly two and a half, no, two and a quarter thousand. People. Two and a quarter thousand. Two and a quarter that thousand. That's the first time I've heard the scientists say a two and a quarter two thousand. thousand. Yeah. You're right. I should I like say it. properly. You're right. You're right. 2,222. There you go. That's much more science. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone's going to get my pocket kicked up? 52. 50 poo. 50 poo percent of people uh, view a potential military conflict between the US and China as a critical threat to Australia's interests over the coming decade. Now, here's what disturbs me about that it's only 52% are worried that if the US and China have a bit of a, a scuffle... That it'll affect us. That could be a problem I, I, for I would us. Say, I would say that question is tricky to answer. Yeah. Like, like if you said, if US and China went to war, would it affect would Australia's interests? I think 100% of people would say yes. Yeah. That's the exact I think question people, they asked. But some people are answering, do you think there will be... A, in but that, that question, it does like, sound like... Do you no, think no, that wasn't the question. Happen? That wasn't the wording of the question. It was exactly as Will said it. Wow. I, don't, I don't know if that's true, but it do, it, do, it it does sound like I was confused. Like I yeah, do you think it'll happen versus would, would it affect right. it if it did? I really hope you're right because if not, that's bizarre. And the poll showed, but also so maybe you're right because the poll also showed the public uh, would quote want to avoid being dragged into a war. So it's that's cool. No, no, no. I, I, vote, I vote in favour of being dragged in. Drag me in. Drag yeah, me fuck in. It. Like, like I'll be against it until you drag me in. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I'm totally... Maybe with hard. a bit of conscription. I'm, I'm, I'm against war until I'm conscripted. Like, <laughs> I don't think you're quite in the crosshairs anymore. No, I think you're a bit past it, You're sweaty. tier two. Fuck off. 
No, no, that's true. No, 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 no. So yeah, they, you they, are. No, no, you're you way they, No, they'd look at my chest playing and they'd say, "My God, this guy's straight to general." He's like, <laughs> <laughs> they'd look at your chest, hair, your chest hair. Yeah. Um, more than half said uh, in in a conflict, if that should happen, Australia should remain neutral, which wouldn't be easy. No. Well, I hate to say it, but we ain't get we don't get a choice in the matter. I, we I, really I don't think we don't. get a choice, I, I, but it also like how does how does that manifest itself? I think I think Papua, no. New, Papua New Guinea <laughs> might might get to remain neutral. Like, well, we, they, yeah, they get to watch people fight over them, not over them. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. In that, their that's, vicinity. That's a, yeah, well, yeah, though, like yeah. Switzerland, Switzerland could could Switzerland didn't. Yeah, oh, look, it, more bombs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I hate to say it, but there there ain't no choice for neutral in Australia. Nope. No, there really isn't, nope, and so nope, it's, nope. it's adorable. No, particularly when when you are probably. also potentially if if. You know, you imagine the 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 doom and gloom type people. Yeah. You know, we're a target. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you don't get to remain neutral as a target. Like this is like in Nazi Germany. No, it's, it's like perfect. There's no Soviet Union saying, okay, you might want us, but we'll stay neutral. You'll start. We'll stay yeah. neutral in your your yeah. desire for our territory. It no, that's what we do. Like that's that. what we do. It's like you're a target. Can we be neutral? <laughs> Does that work? Is that cool? Is that good? Um, so they're they're asked about things like non traditional security threats. So the ones we're most worried about: cyber attacks, sixty two percent; climate change, sixty one percent; COVID and other potential academic epidemics, fifty nine percent. No, I like the academic threats. The academic threats. <laughs> That's a key. I face only. those on a daily basis. <laughs> you do, but um, yeah, we're not we're not as happy with China as we used to be. So uh, people were asked: Was China more of an economic partner or more of a security threat? Which is a strange... That's an odd choice. It is a strange thing. But the Lowy Institute, you know, they're the Lowy Institute, so obviously everything they do is correct. Are you more of... Yeah, are they more of an economic partner or a security threat? China was nominated as a threat by 63% of people, mm. which is 22% higher than it was last year. Mm. So that that is interesting. I don't think it's a great question. I think it's a, actually an abominable question. But it's an interesting thing that it's gone up by that much. Uh, I can believe it There's has gone up There's a lot of sky yeah. after dark and a lot of things going on. As but well 70% of Australians said they felt very safe or safe when asked to reflect on world events, which is 20% better than last year, but still less what, well, than pre Can I go and live where they're living? Australia. You know what, though? I think, I think actually I feel in, in some ways because of COVID, the world felt more geopolitically stable to me. Yeah, I know, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 look, I know, I know that, that bonding of we're all yeah, like we're, we're all kind of in this together. We have a we have a united threat. Yes, there's complications in that. Don't doubt it. Yeah. But I I kind of felt that like geopolitics could bubble over in a weird way. Yeah. Mm. More. Pre- I, I don't doubt that China and us are having an argy bargy. Oh, we're having but, a bit of a. But I, I felt things were a little bit different previously. COVID sort of calmed things a bit. I don't know. Yeah, that, well, and look, that might be reflecting exactly what was shown in this poll. So that is interesting. At least there's a. There's an uptick. Mm. There's an uptick. I'm not going to tell any more numbers because I'm sick of them. Okay. Uh, all right. What is on my list here? I got Rod says uh, Porter. Yeah. So I was I saw him live and I didn't like it. What do you mean live? Like I, down the shops? Oh no, no. I was in a room at an institution in which I was doing some work. So this is this is we're talking about former Attorney General Christian Porter. What's, yeah, the, what's the? Did you get his autograph? Is this an no, autograph no, story? The, so I was, is this a stalker story? I was warned he was he might walk into the room where I was conducting my business with some people, and I said, "Sweet, I'm going to headbutt him." And the the <laughs> person who was in charge, I did say that to the boss of the place, and the boss of the place said, "You probably shouldn't do that." And many more words. So anyway, he 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 walked up to the glass door and looked in the window, and I happened to look as, across, and the thing that struck me most was, he looks like a very tall Chihuahua. Because you know how Tarawas are always oh, shaking and look terrified. They look they look desperate and scared of everything all the time, yeah. and they kind of weep from the eyes, not yeah. crying, but just like leak. That's what he looks like live. Really? 
Really? Yeah, he looks shaky and weak and leaky. Ooh. This is a non-partisan podcast. No, so, so no, that, no, that's observational. That is, I've heard anyone. That is obviously uh, just a character hey, description. I, that no, it's not about his character. It's about his appearance. Appearance. I, so and we're allowed to comment on gentlemen's appearances. We? Well, I saw Matt Canavan <laughs> in Costco and he was a lot taller than I expected. Was he hot? Good, good, a, good butt? Shit, no. But um, I just wanted to say he was a lot taller yeah. than but I also, expected. But also, I mean, other, other than personal experiences, you know, I feel like I've been you know, touched by an angel. Christian Porter has uh, he's, he's had many. Uh, s- there's been another Senate push to try and get him investigated, pushed by Jackie Lambie. Oh, Did didn't you? Jackie Lambie veto it? No, 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 no not this she one. She stopped another one, which was yeah. Oh, so she put I didn't understand. She's so flippy, floppy. Your girlfriend. She is. Yes. Well, obviously. And also, to be fair, he's not cheating on Michaelia. No, that's true. He is a loyal man. She's been very quiet lately. I haven't heard much from her. But yeah, so there was a, the, her latest one was shot down. So she proposed that the historical sexual assault allegations against him should be investigated under the whole ministerial code, oh. which has not been appropriately, according to her and others, checked into. I'm confused. No, that's 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 got too. No, that's a that's the wrong uh, weapon to take to that gun. That's a line she took, and and so Greens and Labor got behind it, but Coalition yes, and did. of course Pauline. Said no, so it was a tie, therefore it didn't go ahead. But I like Lambie's quote. You can't have a minister going around doing his day job while half the building's questioning if he's a rapist. Uh, she is, said that. That's that, what. That's the quote when it was voted See, down. there you go. She's got cut through. She really that does. That has got cut through. Yeah. That's why I wanted to tell that story because I just thought, okay, Jackie, I don't know whether I want to you know, throw you out a window or, or hug you. Hug and, and it changes all the time. But for that one, I'm like, yeah, good on you, champ. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, you like? Uh, you got any more for any more? Uh, no, no, no. I think we've exhausted ourselves. Um, I, I got. We've got to give a special mention to uh, uh, Christensen for talking about how working mothers who used paid um, uh, childcare and stuff were outsourcing their parenting. Oh, outsourcing their parenting. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. today outsourcing. <laughs> who their said parenting. that? George uh, Christensen. George Christensen. And you In know why? Because he can't travel and he's very frustrated. Yep. They were discussing the relative benefits of, a, of their, their childcare package. $1.7 billion childcare package, and that's what he says. Mm. Yeah. Working mothers are outsourcing, outsourcing their, their parenting. parenting. And I will close on this. I according really don't Swiss, like him. According to Credit Suisse, Australians are the richest people uh, by median wealth in the world. Yeah, I know. Do you feel wealthy? Because did you know you're... I you're, feel richer for our friendship. You're Rob. among the richest oh. people. I do. I feel much richer for this I podcast. Feel, so all I feel richer now too, Siege. That was beautiful. <laughs> Who's richer than why you That was beautiful. Him? Listener, <laughs> listener, when you finish listening to this podcast, obviously uh, delete it and set your laptop on fire. Fire? Uh, that's, that's the that's only, the way, to that's the only way to delete a file. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hosting, William. I'm doing it now. <laughs> This has been G'day Sausages, Australia's favourite podcast on Australian politics, obviously. obviously. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And that's Rod Lambert. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Dr. Rod Lambert. <laughs>